Welcome again to another episode of American Liberty. I'm Kevin Warmholt. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, big episode today. I am joined by Carrie Bittner. Carrie Bittner was the campaign manager for Larry Sharp, who ran his gubernatorial candidacy here in the state of New York back in 2018. Um, she help bring the Libertarian Party to a recognized party here in New York State. And she is on a new mission. She is looking to register 100,000 voters as Libertarian here in the state of New York, which is a big, big mission to take on, given the status quo and everybody either votes Republican or Democrats. But good news is, prior to the election in 2018, in which Larry Sharp received just under 100,000 votes, there was only 7,000 registered Libertarian voters in the state of New York, which means that most of those votes came from Republicans, Independents, and Democrats. So now it's time to convert them to registered Libertarian voters and build up a base for change. So Carrie Bittner joined me on this podcast, and it was a great discussion. We discussed a lot of things about campaign, the state of New York, and her mission to hit 100,000 voters in the state of New York. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Carrie Bittner. All right, we're good. All right, we are live here on American Liberty. Tonight I am joined by my friend Carrie Bittner. She is uh, a very busy woman that runs all over New York State. Uh, with uh, She ran all over New York State with Larry Sharp as his campaign manager for governor in 2018. Welcome, Carrie, to the show. Thanks, Kevin. Glad to be here. I appreciate it. Uh, you are busy. Let's see, you're a mother of two. You're the Libertarian Party activist. You're a founding member and chair of the Ontario County Party, uh, the vice chair of the Free Libertarian Party, campaign manager for Larry Sharp in 2018. Still manage Larry's very busy schedule, and you're a full-time professional, and you've got this 100,000 uh, registered Libertarian voter uh, mission that you're on. Do you ever get back to sit back, put your feet up, and have a glass of wine or something and relax? I mean, you are Not constantly moving around. Not that Very often. Busy. Right. <laughs> it is. I, there's a lot going on. <laughs> tell, tell me about your journey. What brought you into this Libertarian uh, mission? You, I mean, you're, you're doing a lot. How did you, yeah. you get involved with uh, Larry Sharp? Sure, I can tell you. Um, so it actually... I, I will tell you, first of all, if you would have asked me two and a half or three years ago if I would have been doing any of this stuff, I would have said, oh, no, 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 <laughs> I don't do, you know, I, I'll talk you talk to you a little bit about politics, but I don't do politics, right? And I don't think that I'm alone. This is a very common thing, especially like New York State, for example, what I didn't know until later on is that we have one of the worst voter turnouts of any state there is, like pretty much close to the bottom 20% every election when it comes right. to the eligible voters who could turn out. So I was pretty standard when it comes to, you know, voter. I, I paid some attention, but the biggest thing for me was spending in debt. I'm a numbers girl. If you ask anybody who knows me anywhere in my career and anything I do, I'm very detail oriented. I love my spreadsheet, spreadsheets and charts. And, um, and so I pay attention to numbers and I'm not quite sure how I didn't pay attention to the fact. So I was a Republican and, uh, you know, guilty, I said, guilty as well. I'm okay. guilty of that. Too. All right. That's two of us <laughs> recovering Republican. But I, I thought for sure I was in the party of the people that 
pay attention to the money. And somehow, like so many other voters, I missed what my own party was doing and didn't and kind of glossed it over or somehow ignored it. And I don't think of myself as someone who ignores details, but somehow I was in that same mindset. When I finally started paying attention and realizing that my own party that I had been a member of or a, felt like that was my team for so long was also wildly overspending and putting us deeply into debt. I was like, oh my gosh. And it was a big wake up for me. So I said, okay, I'm gonna have to go. I need a new home. I am now politically homeless because I realized both, I could see that the other party was spending and now I could see that the one I had been supporting was spending. And I said, uh oh, I gotta find something new. And I didn't know what I was looking for, whatever. You know, I just started looking for other things and I did vote alternative parties. I, that's the first time I started paying attention a little more, right? And it took, it was a journey. And I say this about a lot of people, the path to liberty is not a straight path. It's not always a fast path and you can't predict how, what turns it's gonna take, which is why I love the big tent idea of the Libertarian Party. Um, but finally I started saying, okay, you know something? Um, I think I'm start, people started saying, yes, sound like a Libertarian. I was like, what's a Libertarian? <laughs> You know, yeah, yeah. OK, that sounds I guess it sounds all right. Um, and I started to hear a little bit more and so on. And in 2016 was the first time that I said, yeah, you know what? I am a libertarian and my guy is Gary Johnson. And I said it out loud and I talked about it on Facebook. And the things I heard constantly were why? And I have tons of friends. I love a wide variety of friends. Love yes. having wide variety of friends. I have friends who are very, very right. And I have friends and family who are very, very left. And and all of them were, I kept hearing things like, if you don't like, insert my, my candidate or my other candidate, unfriend me. And I was like, yeah. oh, come on now. You don't mean that. I'm right. you, that's your that's your sister, that's your kid, that's your best friend right. from her forever. You don't mean that. And um, and I didn't care for the divisiveness, but I was very, very proud to be voting for someone instead of trying to vote against someone. So that was the first time I actually had super positive feelings about going to vote. Wow, I know who I'm voting for, I know why I'm voting for them, and I'm really proud of it, and I don't care if it's an uphill battle. And I didn't care when people said to me, you're splitting the vote or you're in and both sides said it. It didn't matter. Right. You know, both of them. Because you like, take from both sides. I feel like the libertarian is from both sides. Right. So, Agreed. And they only right. see the side they're afraid you're, t you know, the, like you're taking from my side. I'm right. like, well, no, I'm taking from both of you. But <laughs> that's, that's and by the way, you don't own my vote. My right. vote was never. Uh, already pre-designated to either of you so it's mine and I'm going to yeah. decide what to do with it but anyway so I so after 2016 I started paying more attention to or learning more about what the Libertarian Party was and I actually ran into these awesome little videos from Nick Vieser and I had him on the show he's great oh my gosh yeah. so he he they were so perfect because they were short little clips and they just got right to the heart of little perfect little bite-sized topics. And I said, oh, wow, I love this. You know, I started sharing Nick Beezer's videos and somehow through him, I'm, I got connected to Larry Sharp 
and I saw when he, I started following him prior to the announcement, but in July of 2017, whole year and a half before the election, he announced he was running for governor of my state, New York. New York. And I said, oh, I've got my guy. I've got, I've got the guy I'm going to support. This is awesome. And for the first time ever, by the time it was October, I said, gee, I think maybe that I'm going to volunteer. So, you know, I said, oh, geez, do I really want to get into politics? Oh, you know, I, this matters to me. So right. I so I said, I'll volunteer. And from that point on, I basically said, whatever you need, whatever I can do, however I can help, I will. And it right. started with writing stuff because I'm a fairly decent writer. So I wrote a few things, started doing a few I never had made memes. I don't consider myself a, uh, a graphic artist, even remote. I, remember, I'm the spreadsheets and charts girl, right. not the artsy girl, right? right. not my strength. And I found myself making memes. I'm like, oh, I'm kind of making some cool stuff here. This is kind of, <laughs> that's good. People kind of like that thing I just made. That's pretty neat. You know, so I was test. I was trying new things, doing new things. But the bottom line of the whole, of everything was, I still was hearing, you'll split the vote. Uh, you're, I love your guy, but he can't win. And I kept hearing all these different objections, right? Um, third party, this isn't a third part, three party kind of, system no third party can ever make it you know which, just which is the problem and which is why people are seeing what yeah. you know what was done and joining in and this tribalism mentality is something i always talk about how you, if you don't belong to the tribe that you know wants you to support them you can't even have a conversation it's like how do you get anything done if you can't talk to each other we could disagree on issues and I don't have to be 100% vested. And I see Larry talk about this a lot with, you know, if you're 100%, you know, take me at 80%, still accept me. Because, you know, you're going to turn away potential uh, members of the party. You're going to turn away. I think it's great. Like I said, I don't agree with 100% of everything. But I right. agree more than the Republican and the Democrat Party. Plus, the two-party system to me, and I think you'll agree with me, is uh, – really not that much better than a one-party system. I mean, it's just a little bit away from it. I want options. I want more than just two options. I want, you know, to have uh, the ability to make that choice myself without having to follow a script. And I feel like if you don't fall in within the party script, you're you're ousted. Like, look at uh, Justin Amash. Uh, Amash oh, got yeah. ousted by the Republican Party. They threw him out, primaried a guy within a week. They had a guy primarying him, all because he made a comment uh that didn't support the script. And yeah. that is the problem. And that's why politics has gotten so tribal and so, so like it's aggressive and terrible. Yes. And yeah. that's, it, that was my eye opener. And I said, and I saw Larry Sharp like you did and like started listening right. to him. I saw him on Joe Rogan's podcast. I actually saw him in Midway Airport when I was traveling. And oh, you did? Off. Yeah. I was actually <laughs> sitting, so just cool. after I started watching him, I saw him at the airport and I waved over to him and I said, Larry Sharp, hey. And he walked over and shook my hand and, you know, engaged right away. I said, this guy's getting my vote 100%. I started, like, looking more into him. And then I became more involved with the Libertarian Party. I said, you know what? We need this third option. And, you know, voter turnout's another thing that you touched on, um, which is people don't go out and vote here in New York. And if no. they do, a lot of the time, they're not informed on why they're going out to vote for who they do. And what I like with what Larry did and the party's doing here in New York State is that reached out engaging and educating people about what the actual libertarian party is about 
And most people, like when I talk to my friends, most people say, wow, that's pretty much like me. But, and then they go with the, you know. But, and then you hear, yeah, and then you, right. And I, you're, I, you, 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 you have to deal with that and you're fighting that every day. So how do you get through that part when you're starting to talk to people? Because you engage people out in the street. I see I you, uh, I see you putting stuff up on <laughs> Facebook. Where they are. <laughs> and you just start talking to people and say, I, I got do. another person to sign and join up. And, you know, so how do you get engaged with people? How do you do that? Well, well, part of it. So, so getting back to that divisiveness and everything and what I saw in 2016, what I saw that was completely different in 2018 when we were running this campaign was, and this being Larry Sharp's campaign, was people who would, who would be proud to say, I'm a Democrat and I support Larry Sharp working side by side with, I'm a Republican and I support Larry Sharp and proud to work together to support Larry Sharp or I'm a conservative or I'm an independent. And it was, uh, oh my gosh, a completely different political environment, feeling, um, and people were energized. So in a state where people have given up and don't go out and they don't care and they don't want to know and it's dirty and nasty and they don't care and I don't blame them. Um, but in that kind of environment, this was so fresh. And the ideas that Larry brought up and Andrew Hollister, his running mate, were like shocking to people, not shocking in a negative way, but like, wait a minute, what did you just say? That I haven't heard something like that before. And it makes sense to me. And it doable wait can you say that thing again that you just said people were just so they couldn't get enough of it right and yes there was always the the yeah buts you know coming out from all over the place so what do i do so i after the um election ended and of course we didn't get as many votes as we were hoping for although i can absolutely assure you that it yeah. should have been higher because I have looked at live election day ballots from two counties mm -hmm. and 100% I can assure you that Larry got more votes than the formal count. I and can I gotta, absolutely. And I got to be honest, I was pretty proud to be able to go and vote, you know, for him during that campaign and see the results that did happen. Because prior to that, uh, when McDermott ran back in 2014, I think he received a little over 10,000 votes. So that it is a, a pretty big increase. I mean, you jumped yes. up 90 percent. That's amazing. So yes. And, and the difference that I noticed uh, with what you guys did compared to the other two parties was if you go to the other parties events and I've I get notifications back from when I was a Republican about their events around here in Nassau County, right. um, uh, you know, the ticketed events, pay this, the suggested donation yeah. at the door. But you just get in there and nobody engages you. Nobody. They just talk and speak and then that's it. Larry engaged the people at these events. He wanted yeah. to talk to people and because, listen, we're all just, we're all the same. We're all people. Nobody's better than anybody else. We all have our individual, right. you know, and, you know, to see somebody go out and do that and, and engage people like that was huge. And I, and I liked the direction of the party. Now you mentioned uh, the ballots, uh, how pot, mm -hmm. you think that there was more of the votes and how oh, yeah, where they were. placed them on the ballot. Um, since you've become an official party, has there been any issues with the actual, uh, if I go to the DMV, am I going to get a ballot that says libertarian on the uh, on the actual paperwork to become a registered voter? Is um, there an issue with that? 
Oh yeah, there's an issue with that. <laughs> so let's put it this way. Let's just say, so the, as of the election, like you mentioned, we became, we got actually recognized. So we beat the hurdles. Two parties control all the rules about who can compete. So they control the board of elections 100%. That's the Democratic Party and the Republican Party. And they put some pretty high hurdles for their competitors because, of course, they don't want competition. Um, and we beat it. We beat the hurdles that were set and we got to the point where we're considered a, a duly recognized party in the state of New York. Don't be surprised um, if those hurdles don't even go up for the next time. They're I already talking it. about it. I, they're I, already I, talking about higher numbers. I know you can never, uh, never rest as mm -hmm. a, anybody who's not a Democratic or Republican Party uh, member. So, um, so that's okay. So we understand what we're doing, and I'll talk a little bit about how we're going to address that uh, increasing hurdle coming up, I'm sure. Um, but after all of that work, um, we, you know, we get past the ballot. And I didn't realize until after the election was over. So, so one more little step, and then I'm going to get to what happened after. I took a nine-week leave of absence from work because I was so into this. I said, either you do it and you go all the way and you try to make this happen or you're not really trying. So I'm like, when I'm into something, when I find something that's a passion project, I, I'm really into it. So I took a nine week leave of absence from work and I said, I am 100% of my time on this project and this project being this campaign. And ultimately I became Larry's campaign manager right towards the end. Um, and I was doing the events and so on and so on get through the whole election and everybody's spent like completely exhausted right. after about a couple weeks first thing that i noticed is larry says all right we got to start making some more events we got to get back out on the road i was like <laughs> uh okay okay <laughs> i'm in i'm in let's get back on the road i can't believe it but that is awesome he hasn't so, stopped he did he i literally i think he took less than two weeks of a break and then he was already saying okay let's start booking events again I that's said, that's the marine in him I, oh I, I, my gosh. he's got that motive <laughs> can i just tell you that i feel like um um what do you call it like a marine ad uh, sort of a marine <laughs> you know like because i'm i feel like i'm following that schedule because i'm right. you know booking and so on but the other thing that i learned that i had no idea about was that in new york state we had fewer than get do you have any idea how many actual enrolled libertarians we had in this state when we were running? I'm going to take a guess only because I've seen what was in Nassau County. So yeah, I'd say about maybe 15,000. Believe it or not, it was less than half of that. Oh, wow. We had fewer than 7,000 people enrolled in the party. Now, to be fair, it mm. wasn't easy. So again, the people who control the rules about who can compete did not make so, it hold easy. On. So that means that... Means that if yeah. there's only seven thousand, yeah. then the from the official numbers, that means that about approximately eighty four thousand, eighty five thousand non registered libertarians voted for Larry Sharp. That means Correct. Republicans, Democrats, and Independents. That's great. I mean, that's, I know. <laughs> that's what I, I was like. Yeah. That's amazing. That's incredible. Right? right? Wow. And then I said, and never again are we going to run on a base that small. 
So people did have to work very hard to be identified as a libertarian because it wasn't a checkbox anywhere. Right. Um, there was no, you had to write, you had to check other, write libertarian, and you had to hope that your board of elections actually coded you the right way, and many did not. So we had more, but officially there were 7,000. I said, that's when I said, okay, I don't want to be in that position again. We have ballot access and we're going to be, have a checkbox now on the right. voter registration forms. So you asked me a couple minutes ago, are there any problems with the voter registration forms? Well, <laughs> so it's what are we're coming up on a year. We're right. 10 months since we won that election. And all across the state, there are still tons of voter registration forms in all kinds of places you can't even imagine that don't have a single thing on it about the Libertarian Party. So mm -hmm. anyone, there are tons of DMVs out there. There are even, there are tons of still live on Board of Election websites. I've been notifying them. So I, then I took up the thing. I said, okay, I'm going to keep track of all the counties that have Board of Election, you know, all the, the links that they have and everything. And I'm going to track them all and see um, if, you know, if they're up to date or not. Mm -hmm. And so by county, I put, what's your web links that you have? Are they up to date or not? Can I find something that's even not from your website, et cetera, et cetera. And do you have the actual forms out on your counters or do you still have the old ones? What's going on in all the rest of the government agencies in your county and so on. It took the Department of Motor Vehicles until May to update their online site. So whenever you go to update your your driver's license or registration and stuff. The voter data there was not updated until May. So that's six months later. Mm -hmm. um, and there are still people come to me constantly reporting all the issues. Like I tried to register and I can't find libertarian on here. I said, all right, well, here's the link to the one that works. Right. Print out a bunch, go back to that place, take their old ones and give them the right ones. <laughs> I'm like, help them out because they seem to be a bit slow. So that's an issue. Um, and I actually was on a, a news story, picked it up because I sent, I, I maintain a giant spreadsheet and I document who's doing well. Which right. counties are doing well and which counties are uh, pretty much behind. I think nobody wants to throw out their old paperwork or for budgeting purposes and they just want to run through the old paperwork, which is uh, should be illegal. Am I, I mean, shouldn't it? Is it illegal? Oh. Yeah, here's the other thing. So my own officials at my county board of elections said to me, there are people in the state at the highest levels who think we shouldn't accept the old forms. I said, gee. It'd be awesome if you would put the right ones out and think about this. Let's be honest. If there was a problem and either the Republican Party or the Democrat Party, Democratic Party was left off, mm -hmm. there would be no taxpayer dollars spared to get rid of right. every possible old form within a it week. It would freeze it all. And Everything. Sure. No yep. one can register to vote until we fix all the forms. Yep. Right. Right. So here's what we're dealing with. There's really no incentive for them to do well on this. And I got to be honest, even the League of Women Voters is behind on it. You know, it took me a while to, to update, you know, get them updated. And I think they still have old language ones. I just ordered from the Campaign Finance Board in New York City uh, five of every uh, voter form that they have in different languages. Every mm -hmm. single one of them, including English, is old. Every single one of them doesn't have libertarian. So we have a huge bat. We have uphill battle constantly in everything we do. So then I said, 
I want 100,000. I want 100, if we got 100,000 votes on less than 7,000 enrolled libertarians, mm -hmm. I want 100,000. Because I'm like, and, and after we, you know, New York State only makes ballot uh, changes or party changes rather effective uh, one single day each year. And it's seven days after the November election. And so after that election, Larry had already inspired enough people that we got, uh, I think it was maybe 12 or 1500 more people to change their party during the year. And it became effective after the election. Right. And news people came and said, hey, uh, your party's really growing. You added another 1500 people or whatever it was. And I was like, Holy, wait a second. 1,500 people on 7,000 and the news will come? Hold my beer. Right. I said, yeah. I'm going out. We're, we can totally get more than that. So you ask, how do I do this? So I basically, I go out and I'll talk to anybody. We went to the state fair. It was awesome. We had a booth there. We were out um, talking to people constantly. And I basically start with a very um, fundamental question. Two major, two, only two parties have been in charge of everything for decades. Do you feel like they're doing a good job? Are they managing your money well? Are they mm -hmm. keeping us at peace well? Are they treating, are they um, staying, are, how do you feel about their massive crony special interests? Uh, how right. do you feel about being at war for 70 plus years nonstop? How do you feel about, um, uh, our, our massive prison population. How do you feel about the fact that we're, we're moving, both parties are moving us away from the constitution? Any issues with any of that? Are we good? Are they doing a good job? And I have almost never found a person who will say, yeah, yeah, it's all good. Yeah, it's all good. All right. Most people will say, well, no, I'm not happy with that. And so then I go on to say, well, help me build a competitor. I don't want either one. And then all the objections will come up. And every single one of them I will talk about, you know, so someone, I, you know, I really am libertarian, but I want to vote in the primaries. I go, me yeah. too. I want to vote in my libertarian, libertarian primaries. primaries. Why can't we have our own primaries, right? Yes, we can. We can now. Now we're right. official party. And I said, I really don't care who those other two parties pick. To me, like you said earlier, to me, those two parties are so much the same that it's, they have zero incentive to do anything better to maintain their or fulfill their campaign promises to do any of that stuff because for decades they have the experience that it doesn't matter how much they overspend taxpayer money right. it doesn't matter how they behave doesn't matter what kind of fraudulent things they do they can they're they're they, they can count on millions of voters to to go ahead and say hey r or d and contribute to them no matter what, why should they change? They can't get kicked off the ballot either. They know they can't lose ballot access, but the Libertarian Party and uh, what party just lost? Uh, um, party yeah. lost uh, ballot access in this last election. Uh, was it the Reform Party yeah. of New York and, is gone? And I think, um, was it Working Families? Working Families, yep. Yeah. Now, now they're talking about ending the fusion voting in the state yeah. uh, at the end of the year. Are, uh, do you, are you for or against that? I would love to end the future. I would love it? to end it. Yeah. I want a person on a line. I want people to make a stand and say, 
I, I'm with this party and, and whatever that party is that I'm, you know, those are my those other parties never put up their own candidates on major state elections. And I feel like that's a way that the, the other two major parties have been able to keep power. It's like almost like the, if you remember during the Cold War, you had the uh, the red block states on, on the Russian front, all those other states to, to buffer, you know, countries like Poland, you know, to keep America. So that they were the buffer states. That's what these other parties were like, buffer parties yeah. to keep them in power because well, it's just helping, you know, gain. And they're just getting just enough to keep themselves relevant within themselves, but they're not really making any impact. In right. And no policy. effort to grow. And they're really like. As actually, as Larry says all the time, they're puppet parties, right? right they become dependent they're, on the major party. If you're not running your own people, you're not trying to grow, you're not trying to whatever. All you are doing is amplifying the two other parties. What's the point? And now right. I think that would be great if the fusion ended because then I'm pretty sure that the next election cycle, those other ones are going to die off and the major three now, and then you'll have independence. Um, I, yeah. I'm a big advocate for... I. I'd rather not even belong to a party, but I was so inspired by uh, this past election to join. I joined before the actual, like I got the LBT on my yeah. uh, registration form before the election. So I was Yay. You know, in for that. Um, but I'd rather, because I want the independents to be able to choose. And that's the one thing about the Libertarian Party I like is that they're for your independence. Yes. So nobody's going to force you to choose what somebody else wants which is some, so i could be registered libertarian and still be an independent mind which yes. i i think is key and i think that it would attract a lot of people especially because i think over 40 percent of registered voters in new york state are independent they don't even belong to a party is that going yeah, to it's be 2.7 million 2.7 million is that a big focus for you yeah for the it kitchen? is yep it is and actually all parties are but i'm doing i'm actually about to do um an experiment of sorts in my own zip code. So I'm about to send out a postcard to everyone whose party is um, no party or independence party. Um, and then across all my county, all my libertarians as well. But I want to go, and then I'm gonna go talk to them in person because I've done that too. I've gone I, door to door. I, I, <laughs> I see those and everybody's like cheering you on. I see it all the time and it's like, <laughs> She's going out and just knocking, talking to people still. The campaign's over. She's still going. I, yeah. I am inspired. I have great inspiration. I mean, there's another person doing the same. Actually, there's many people doing the same thing. Campaign is over, and Andrew Hollister is doing a radio show and going to two-way uh, rallies and stuff like that. Campaign is over, and Larry Sharp is just about in another month to have complete another what we call a full sharp, which mm -hmm. is a live public event like he did when he was campaigning in every one of New York's 62 counties. Who does that? Like nobody who runs for office goes, oh, well, I lost it. Now <laughs> I'm going to keep going out. I don't, think, I don't think Cuomo left during this past election. <laughs> Ugh, I know. I know. He didn't wait a week before he started passing more laws. And I heard he's, uh, can, uh, is he going to run again? Can he run again? Yeah, he can run as many. Yeah, there's no, there's no term limits. Mm -mm. Yeah, he's already making sounds about running again. So, um, so all of this stuff is exciting. There's a lot going on with the party infrastructure too. So part of what Larry is doing when he's going out and part of what I'm doing and part of what all these, you know, hundreds of other people all across the state are doing. So I'm not alone. I'm, you know, there's a whole bunch of us. Um, 
is building that infrastructure more. So like we said, we got party access or party um, ballot access. We're official party now, but that also means that starting January 1st, we're going to have we're going to be subject to some more strict um, election laws. They're going to be a lot more attentive to what we're doing. Um, and so oh, they're going to look they're going to be looking for you to make a mistake so they can come down on you real quick. Everything, anything yeah. and everything. I agree with you. Um, and so we're across the state working on building our we have a one year grace period. So we're building our interim county committees, which is kind of forming that initial infrastructure that starts to be under the new rules. And so that by January 1st, we can start running. Well, we have 230 or so candidates running on the libertarian line. Not all of them are um, enrolled libertarians, but but there are many. Uh, and next year there'll be many more. And so we're working on getting the the people to change their party, you know, and like you said, the independence parties and the no parties, if they say, well, I really don't want a party. The last thing I say to them is I get it. I really, really do. If it didn't matter, I wouldn't ask. But here's what I'm going to ask you to consider anyway. There is a psychology out there with millions of voters right now. And I heard it all last year. I heard it in 2016, and I'm sure I will hear it for a long time to come. I hear it in many conversations, and that is this. People say they need other people to, to lead their way. So they'll say, we really need a strong third party. There are millions of people who feel like we need a strong third party. And then they say, and as soon as you build it, I'm going to vote for it, but not right now because your guys aren't strong enough. You're not big enough yet or whatever. Right. And I, so I'll say to you, I, you're the people I need. I right. need the people to lead the way. So my motivation is Larry and Andrew inspired 100,000, and I know it was more. Let's call it more, you know, a few hundred thousand people last right. year. And I want to find them. And I want to find the people who are tired of both parties and so tired that they don't want to do anything anymore. I want to find the people who have given up. I want to find the people who are on the edge of just, they're like, God, I don't like either of these things anymore. And I want them to change their party because numbers matter to all of those other people who need someone to lead the way. So those people will feel more secure. They'll feel a, a stronger comfort. They'll realize that there are a lot more people than they ever thought. Mm -hmm. when enough other people lead the way. So I'm looking for the leaders. I'm looking for the people who say, you know something, fine. And that is, that's almost the answer I got from a bunch of people. At the state fair, I enrolled over, personally, over 40 people. Just, just talking to them. Yeah. yeah. And, and you know what else is really cool? There's, um, it's fun. It's a really cool thing. And when I go to door door to door, I'm going to have it with me. It's called the world's smallest political quiz. And I think uh -huh. it's the advocates group. I think I, I should look that up and know that by heart. But I only kind of just ran across how cool it is in this conversation. It is it's fun. People like doing it. It's quick. It's 10 I, easy questions. I actually got brought some back from the convention. Um, I got some at the convention from uh, one of the old timer guys. You and did. He gave, me, he gave me a whole package. Oh, and, uh, I love it. So, so I actually brought it to work and I handed it out to a couple of guys. They're like, what the hell is this? I'm like, just, 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 look at it. You, to, you know, whatever you want. Just, you know, this brought it in, gave it to them to bring home. Um, 
But uh, something nice. that I've talked to, do you know um, Maj Ture? He's mm-hmm. running for city council in Philadelphia. So I've, I've talked to him before. And one of the things um, that he brought up, which I think is key, uh, inner city communities need liberty more than anybody else. And right now, a lot of people within these inner cities, like especially New York City, I'm sure Rochester, oh, Syracuse, yes. they're turning to socialism as their, you know, because they're angry, they're, they're disenfranchised voters they're pissed they think that their answer is more government we need to get the message to them that the answer to their problem your problem is that you are dependent on big government and that's why you're stuck where you are how do we get to the inner cities to uh, to encourage them to register because i think that's a great untapped resource um people that need liberty are the, the poorest people in the city the bronx county uh is seven the the poorest county in the state at seventeen thousand dollars a year their medium uh, income? That's oh. they're at the bottom. They need liberty. Yes. They, instead of the socialized idea. So how do you get to them? Um, I think it's the same way as you get to anyone else. Only we have to keep at it because you're absolutely right. There is right now a very strong um, a desire for almost like someone to take care of. And I, and I, in some ways, I feel like we have um, unfortunately taken away people's ability, like their even ability to be self-sufficient, to feel that self-confidence um, that comes with being able to care for yourself or to, to um, be self-sufficient, to come, overcome struggles and so on and, and rise above right. by, do, by making, putting people in such a position that they are practically kept you know just kept right it's it's um it's not they're keeping them dependent in order to because then when the campaigning time we'll solve your problems we're going to give you free health care we're going to give you free housing we're going to expand public housing i hear uh the mayor of new york always talk about public housing expanding public housing that is expanding dependency rather than everybody should want to live that American dream of owning property and having your own property. They are being clouded in this. We're going to give you free housing and help you, but they're already in dire straits. They're already in public housing. You're just telling them you're going to give them new public housing. The public housing infrastructure is just awful. uh, I've been inside of these buildings uh, in in the city several times. It's desolate. It's in these repair. It's it's an untapped resource that I think that the party needs to focus on. And I, yeah. I was really cool to see that um, Larry opened up the Bronx counties um, yeah. there. And there is now a Libertarian Party in Bronx County, you know, so that that's a new chapter, I believe. Um, it is. So we need to expand on a county like that needs it. Yes. And I think, you know, to, to your point, um, how do you reach people? I think things like and, and we we didn't do as good a job of this as we could have. I, we said it a bunch of times and we had a few um, events and um, engagements that were really positive this way, but nowhere near enough. You have to be in front of people. And the, what, the thing about Larry is he's willing to be in front of anybody. He doesn't care if they come in thinking they don't like him whatsoever and don't mm-hmm. like his ideas or if they love his ideas. They, it doesn't matter. Um, he's, he said, put me in front of everyone. So I think during these next couple of years, as we're building, 
you know, having the discussions, you know, Larry that's on Larry himself is on some shows that are run by um, community organizers or people who are more um, closely connected with some of the communities that are struggling the most, which is right. great. Um, you know, community centers do more things, find the those places and just say hey, it's open to the public, but we need more people um, like the Bronx Libertarian Party who live in the communities that, you know, can really try to understand all communities are different right. and different communities are compelled by or interested by or driven by different topics and, and different kinds of events even and even right. how you frame what them if, everything. Right? What affects me here in Nassau County is different than what affects you all the way upstate. And Absolutely. Same thing with the city and it, that's okay. Of course. You know, and that's the whole point of um, that's why I don't like uh, the big government in D.C. because they yes. suck up all the money and they don't know what I need. But my county right. legislators should know what I need. And re returning to that uh, localization of government, the Bronx, um, now that they have a uh, county party, uh, I think it's important to establish leadership for somebody to take that leadership role in the county itself. Um and yeah. start focusing on running candidates on these city council races because uh, the city council in New York is just, I mean, they are so far, I mean, it's bad. Um, <laughs> yeah, and, and, and there's not just there, just by the way. Yeah. I mean, in New, in Rochester, which is, you know, one county over from me, our, I went to Rochester City School Districts. So I'm very, very proud of the high school I went to and the, and I'm still very, very, you know, good friends with a huge number of people from many generations. I love right. doing reunions, et cetera. But that, that my school district struggled and they had dropped to a point where they had a, a graduation rate from my high school of 40%. That's 40. Crazy. That's it's awful. I mean, that's, that is, you couldn't be more failure than that. Yeah. That is, and that's not for the lack of awesome teachers because they're wonder, you know, people don't go in going, ah, whatever. They go in wanting to make a difference. Well, it's the system. It's, and the community, the community being struggling. If a struggling yeah. community goes to schools uh, and they're having a hard time even at home surviving uh, and then they get to school, it all carries over to the school. Addressing the problems at home and, and improving uh, quality of life is huge. And it'll make and, a huge difference. And like right the ownership, the, the ownership that you said, right. instead of being in a rental mentality always, like you, nothing is yours and nothing to kind of work towards. You're just always in this rental mode where yeah. you're just pay, you know, it's a kind of pay as you go. When you start to own something, there's a whole different mentality when you own a home or when you own a car or when you own a business, right? When you can start a business and this is your means of making money and we make it in New York, we make it so hard for the small businesses, any single person to start a business. Right. We're very you, upside down on that. You got to pay, you got to pay the state a ton of money in, in uh, licensing and, and yeah. fees and, you know, it's you still gotta do your, oh my God. Paperwork. How about this? I, I know this because I actually started uh, like an oh. LLC a, a long time ago. And you have to actually pay a local paper for six weeks of, um, to put the, you know, the, the announcement of your LLC into, 
and the only paper uh, they tell you which ones you can use. It, oh use my they, gosh, are you kidding me? You no, know, it costs money. Like, yeah, that's just an action. Why do I? Nobody reads a newspaper anymore. And Why they surely aren't reading that. Yeah, if they so do like, pick it up. A little clipping. <laughs> Why are we doing that? That's so There's, dumb. It's, it's a waste of money, and that's part of the, they waste because it's all about you know somebody from Newsday pays for somebody's campaign, and it's a way to get you know we have to put in these rules and you know to you know make sure they're happy and keep contributing. That the uh, the whole patronage idea, which we have a candidate down here running on this, uh, you know, ending patronage and and uh, nice. you know pay for play and stuff. Um, that's a big problem here in New York. And I think uh, Larry exposed a lot of that when he ran. Uh, but yeah. we need to get more people to listen. Um, yeah. What What is the timeline for this 100,000 voter registration? So my first goal was ambitious. <laughs> I wanted it this year. Um, <laughs> I do think that I think it's absolutely possible, but it takes um, obviously a lot of people doing it. And to to if we could get every libertarian engaged we have, I would estimate that by the time we get to when they um, give us our next numbers, I'm hoping we're at 20,000. So I hope we've doubled, we've doubled, you know, more than doubled since um, last year. But um, you need, even if, what I tell everyone now, and even when I get someone to change their party, can you ask someone else? Right. Will you ask someone else the exact same? I need your help. I want to build a competitor. I am taking on the the biggest challenge of my life, mm -hmm. and and I don't care. I know it's a, high, a huge challenge to take on the two giant, both of them at the same time. I get it. All I right. need your help. I want the people who are want to show that they aren't going to take it anymore, and they want to show that the um, that it's not right for government to be trying to tell you to live your life the way I think you should. It's not right to be putting people in jail for victimless crimes. It's not right to be moving this. We have such a precious thing with our constitution and the, the framework of government that was put together for us. And we are rapidly moving away from it mm -hmm. and um, and almost back towards what we work so hard to get away from. Right. So, it's, it, it's being utilized to smack flies away in your in your living right. room. They just right. roll it up and start swinging around. Nobody really it's it's being trampled on and, and right. it's a shame but people have become so comfortable and i think you'll agree with day-to-day -day life and in new york you're so busy trying to get by that's yeah. a part of the problem i think that's also contributing to the low voter turnout is the fact that people can't take off an hour of work to go vote because yeah. it's so expensive to live here i mean if yeah. you miss a day at work that could put you you know that could take some groceries off the table for the week and you have families it's so hard to survive so uh, that is a key to remind people the reason why you're having such a hard time is because of these two party establishments. We're here to change that. Exactly. And, Love and, it. And I think, listen, I'm going to go ask somebody now because you asked me to ask somebody. Yes. I'll ask somebody tomorrow to Thank you. serve as libertarian. And I think anybody else that's listening uh, should do so as well. Um, so before I let you go, a few things. First, where could we find the Libertarian Party information for the state, because uh, now it's called the, the LP of New York. So it's Libertarian yeah. Party of New York. That's the official party name. Where can yeah. people go to find that, to get information? Because I think a lot of the problem is people just don't know what it's about. Oh. Some people hear a Libertarian and go, liberal? 
I'm a Republican. That's I hate very liberals. true. I and heard then, that all the you know, time. That was yeah. the first thing I talked to friends here about the Libertarian Party, and that's what they say. What liberal? Why are you? You're a liberal now. It's like, <laughs> no. Let me tell you what this is about. You know, and you got to yeah. explain it. So, yeah. where can they go to read and be educated on the information about what the LPNY is doing right now? Yeah, so there's the website, lpny.org. For people who use Facebook, there's Libertarian Party of New York. And also all across New York, every single county has a Facebook page. So mm -hmm. go find your county. The thing that's awesome about the counties is you'll get the list of events. You'll get a list of things going on. Check that events tab and go. Just, I mean, you don't, even if you're not a Libertarian, go. Just show up and see what it's about and talk to people and you know, they, there are community events and stuff like that. So that's the best is right there. Go to the local um, pages and find out what's more. Um, you There's Twitter. There's a Instagram. Is there site. a donation button on the, the website? Because people because something that you need to know uh, is, so. is um, you need money to defeat these two conglomerates. I mean, these guys have so much money in the they almost yes. got twenty five million dollars in his coffin. Uh, <laughs> coffin. I know. In his, uh, in his, <laughs> his chest. I'm sorry. That's no, great. <laughs> in his chest. Uh, now, now, now the, the, his uh, state security team is going to be looking for me. No, I, um, it's, it's uh, you and me both. I think his, we're in trouble. <laughs> his treasure chest, uh, uh, full of uh, money. Oh yeah, so, it's uh, Money's very important, it. you know. Uh, so education, yeah. money, uh, and then. For your campaign to register, what is the yeah. easiest way for somebody to register right now to become okay. a libertarian? There are a couple of things, and I do want to touch on one more thing about the deadline that, or timelines that you were talking about. So the, the easiest way, because now that the DMV does have it updated, is if you search for voter registration, New York DMV, something along those lines, that mix of words, you'll find the online site. And you can change your party there. You can register for the first time. You can change your party there. Um, that's the best way. They also do have, I mean, that's probably the fastest. They also do have um, forms that you could print out. So if you find there's a PDF out there, you could do that. Um, they have it in English and Spanish and some other sites. And those two are updated on the New York State Board of Elections. Other places are not likely to have language ones updated, you know, alternate language updated. Um, so those are the best. You can always message me on the Libertarian Party of New York page or on the Ontario County Libertarian page. I will 100% help you and hugely appreciate your support. But here's the other thing to keep in mind. New York State currently only makes voter enrollment changes or party changes one single day each year and that is seven days after the november election each year so that means if you change your party at some period of time you know someday you're going to get a letter from your board of elections saying thanks for your party change you're still this old party that you had until this date now the other kicker that they throw in there is there's a deadline a month before the november election so our deadline in 2019 is October 11th. If you change your party, if the Board of Elections gets your party changed by October 11th, then um, no, then you're going to have your part. You'll you'll wait one month, and your party change will be effective November 12th. If you wait until the 12th of October to change your party, you will That's wait it. 13 months oh. until November 2020 
middle of November 2020 before they change your party. There's so it has some, to like, get done very soon. Yes, please. Yeah, I mean, obviously, if you do it after, that's that's super cool too. But this, the more people we can get to do this before October 11th, the better. Um, and I, I just tell everyone, ask people. Like, don't just be quiet about it. There's no reason. It's being libertarian is awesome. Come on. How much cooler could it be to be a part of like this underdog team, the fa but that happens to be the fastest growing party in the entire United States because people are finally saying, I've had it. Right. You can't assume you have my vote anymore. I'm not giving it to you. And not only that, I'm going to show that I'm not giving it to you by changing to this other party that cares. You know, this other party cares about liberty cares about the Constitution, cares about spending, cares about taxpayer money, cares about not being at war all the time, mm -hmm. cares about not putting people in prison for things they shouldn't be, things like that. Okay, seems yeah. pretty good. All right by me. Um, now, and so, yeah, go ahead. No, no, uh, I was going to say, uh, um, is people who, how many people do you know, uh, uh, you may not have this number off the top of your head, but how many people are not even registered to vote at all in the state? Oh, wow. is, that a big, is that a big problem? Oh, is it's there, a lot. Yeah. Is there a way to address like that? Uh, like, uh, I, I thought of this, like, uh, I, f I feel like when people become citizens, uh, uh, you know, down in the city, you know, they get sworn in to become citizens. Is there anybody outside just waiting for them? Like, hi, congratulations. Uh, sign here. This is the Libertarian Party. We'd like to introduce you. Is there any of that? Because, like, do the other parties send representatives to these uh, to try to you register them? You know something, them? Kevin? That is an excellent question. I don't know. I suspect that when they fill out their paperwork, they're given an opportunity <laughs> right. to right, choose to the, party. the party. Right. Is there anybody I, that gets to speak to them? Maybe we should look into you know, hitting up that. these. That, that's just another idea I just thought of 10 seconds ago. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. Keep thinking of <laughs> those it, ideas. I wrote it down. Um, no, but, <laughs> Schools. Uh, High schools, colleges. Right. I mean, at high school right now, all the social studies teachers are starting to talk to their kids about, or especially the global ones or civics kind of courses. Here's Here are some of your choices. And they have pre-registration forms. So these students get those forms, which by the way, I don't know if those are updated Old or not, right. <laughs> you know. But I've sent a note out to all of the social studies teachers in my entire county. I went and looked them all up online. And oh. I said, I would like to come and talk to your class. Can, would you invite me in? Or if that's not a possibility, I'll give you a little thing about the Libertarian Party so that when you talk about it, you have the most up-to-date information. Um, I Or I'll make sure you have the most up-to-date voter registration forms. You tell me how I can help, and I will help in your class. I think that's so, a great idea. That's Two people but, wrote back so far. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, two's better than none. Even two's if you make one change, you made some change, because that's a whole classroom full of people we can influence. Yeah. Uh, which is great. So um, how do we keep up to date with you? Uh, how do my listeners follow you and what you're doing? Because I think if people can actually see your work, because I see your work all the time, you post yeah. it all the time and it's great. I think if they could see it, tell people how to follow you and keep up to date what you're doing. Yeah. So I, I post very often on that Ontario County Libertarian Committee page. So follow me there. Um, I mean, you can find me on Facebook, but I'm getting a a, bit, a lot of people there. I have a Twitter. So mm -hmm. Follow me on Twitter at Carrie Bittner. Um, geez, I think those are the best things. And and if you're interested in helping, message me or message one or of those pages. Volunteers. Is there a volunteer? Yes. Or something? Yes. 
Yes, I mean, just yes, there's um, a sign up page for the Ontario on the Ontario County Facebook page. There's um, an email subscription. Do that. And then I have a group. If you're interested in helping, I have a group that's a little more private, but I am happy to bring anyone in who wants to. That's called 100,000 New York Libertarians and I'll Which add. I am a member. Thank okay. you. <laughs> Thank you. And and there too, you know, I hold right. meetings every other week to try to encourage people and talk about things that are going on in different counties and ideas that are working or not. I I would love the help. Anybody at all who wants to help anything from you'll you want to join in all the way to well, I'll ask my brothers and sisters or I'll ask a person at work that I talk to sometimes. Any of that is good because it all adds up. And the more that people see that there is actually another choice, the more they will actually think about another choice. So I think it's, that's great. Yeah, it's exciting. You're doing some real good work. I'm sure uh, the party's really happy to have you, believe me. Uh, Thank just think you. a couple of years ago, you weren't even doing anything political. And now look at you. You're a machine. Yeah, I know what happened. I know it's great. Um, so thank you for coming on this po uh, this podcast. And I just want to remind the listeners: if you have not yet subscribed to the American Liberty Podcast on the YouTube, hit that little bell, subscribe to the show. Also, if you're listening on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, any of those platforms, please subscribe to the show. Make a comment and uh, give a rating if you can. It all helps uh, with the exposure of the show and the exposure of my guest. So uh, thank you very much, Carrie, for coming on. And Thanks, I man. can't wait to see what happens and hopefully hit your number. I, I, Let's I think do you're it. Gonna, I think you're going to do it. You're doing great. Thank Thanks, you very Kevin. much. Bye-bye.